Welcome to The Global Citizen, where we highlight unseen and unvalidated Black women issues and traveling abroad as a migrant or Black expat. Every week, we'll discuss palatable experiences and resources to help you travel to your destination, if that's what you choose to do, current events, and news that's important to Black women. I'm your host, Shani. Let's do it. So last week, I talked about resources and ways to move abroad using the education system, either through a student visa, through a grant, or a scholarship. Um, with the with ladies and women, young girls that are in disenfranchised communities, you know, in the hood. We don't get the mentorship, we don't get the resources, funding for outreach to tell us about these programs. You know, if we're not lucky enough to have family members that went through the education system to know that these resources out there, we won't know about these things. You know, the information doesn't trickle down to us because we're so busy surviving. Um, I originally said that I will put them in Instagram to uh, be clicked or to, to be retrieved that way. But then I realized Instagram doesn't allow hyperlinks. And I know how annoyed I get when people put links in Instagram because like, duh, you can't click on it so it can open in a browser. You have to actually type it out. And that's just so annoying. So all of us do our Googles, and I just thought, hey, I'll just say it in the beginning of this episode, and yeah, just go that way. We all do our Googles. We're smart enough with our smartphones and our PCs and stuff. Um, Peace Corps is one of the best ones that I've come across because with Peace Corps, you know, uh, they provide stipends. The world, the word fake. <laughs> The word failed me last episode, but stipend, that was the word I was looking for. And when you go on their page, you know, go to their frequently asked questions page. And what they have there is how long is the tour? What type of volunteer work you'll be doing? If your partner or your wife or your husband can come with you, how much is your stipend? How long is the commitment? Will you be, what type of housing you'll have? What country would it be in? So if you go to the Peace Corps website, go to the frequently asked questions page. And that answers a whole lot of questions in the age group that uh, is required. There's an age group and I believe it's like mid twenties. Last week was the last time I looked at that, but I kept that in mind because I had just missed the window when I found out about it by one year. So I knew how great the program was, but I had just missed the uh, qualifications by one year. Also, the UN, the UN, I'm here in Europe, and a lot of these people go through the UN program. They have mock UN uh, youth memberships in schools here. I never knew nothing about that. I'm pretty sure a lot of you that's, you know, where I'm from, haven't heard about it either. So you go to the UN and sign up to be a youth member, whatever they have, 
going on in your local chapter. They have environmental youth memberships. They have chapters specifically for women issues. They have chapters for political aspirations. And you are allowed to go abroad. You can request to be transferred. There's so many opportunities within the UN. And there's no one who said this avenue is available to us. It's so distant and it's so far away from us when it's also available to us. But if we don't have a mentor or seen it done within that's close to us to make it relatable or attainable, we would never apply for it. So I'm here to tell you, a lot of these politicians, people that are big names, they go through these different programs I'm talking about. You know, they travel abroad on grants, get housing, get, you know, family to adopt them for the term. And it's available to us as well, you know, if we know about it and if we have someone to give us the information to actually do outreach to to connect with us, young black girls, baby mamas, migrants, immigrants, us that's out there in the shadows, the corner of our communities, in the cities that we don't get our shine on, you know, that they don't shine the money on us, the funding don't reach us. We're, we're qualified for that too. So those programs, yeah, so there's Peace Corps, there's the UN website, look up your local chapters. There's different things you can do within the UN. You can travel with them as well. Also, go to your community college. You didn't finish high school, fine. You're in a trade or a vocation, that's cool too. Go to your local college or your university. Go to the advisor. Go to the advisor and let them know that <clears throat> you would like to find out what resources are available to you for traveling abroad through a student visa or an educational program. That's what they're there for. One moment. Yeah, so go to your advisor. Ask them what is available to you. You don't have to be, you don't have to be first year of college. You can be straight out of high school. Just go straight to your local college and ask them what is available to you so you can map out your life. If you want to travel abroad on an educational project, you can be a baby mama. You can do it. It's available to you. So that is what I wanted to touch bases on from last week because I did say I was going to put the links in Instagram, but that's silly because you can't click on it and open a browser. I know that now. So what's the tea? What's out there? What's, what's, what's everything given? What's the internet's giving? What's... News giving. Well, I want to talk about one particular show that's on Netflix. It's called Get Even. It's about a group of privileged private school kids, particularly a group of girls, that make a secret organization where they do clandestine. Ah, that's not the word. They work like like the QAnon type group. You know, they find out what injustices, injustices is going on in the school and 
they use technology and they use their wits and they stick together and they seek revenge. And what I like about that, that R word revenge is very taboo and is discouraged, especially within girls to seek revenge. You know, the particular climate that we're in right now with the Black Lives Matter and what black communities are going through globally, the pushback is always, well, you guys are doing this for revenge. We always have to have the rebuttal. This is not revenge. It's about we just want equality. We just want justice. But these particular girls are saying, yes, fuck yeah, we want some revenge. Yes, we do want revenge and we'll get it. One, to pick, one particular situation what happened at the school that these girls on this show get even did is a guy blasted some unsavory pictures about one of the girls. He took her phone and he posted some bad pictures, some really uncouth pictures one one particular girl. So they end up getting revenge for this girl. It's a really good show. It's a really, really, really good show. And they're unapologetic about what they do. It's about camaraderie. They're intelligent. It's a really good show. It's Get Even on Netflix. Okay, what else? The girls on WNBA, they still out there keeping saying her name strong. They still out there keeping saying her name strong. And, you know, shout out to them girls. I don't want to say too much about current events because I had a particular guest. Today was supposed to be my first interview, but so many things went wrong, guys. I'm not going to even lie to you. I mean, for two days, we've been trying to beat this thing out. I mean, I bought all my new equipment and, you know, just technical difficulties difficulties troubleshooting couldn't get right and she was so patient I love her so much I love her love her so much she was so patient with me and she did the interview twice I've been trying to get this right for two days she did the interview twice but it was just not in the cards for me I'll post a brand new microphone that I got yesterday on the page on the Instagram page and show you just did nothing was working all the files of saving to saving the recordings of our interview in the ended up being corrupted I couldn't download it the microphones didn't work <laughs> it was just a lot you guys but this beautiful soul she she pushed through and I'm going to do my do because I believe I can hold a one-woman show and talk about this wonderful soul. Her name is Rahana Daria. I know, ain't that so cute? Daria. Miss Rahana Daria. She is from the UK. London, UK. Her background is from St. Lucia and Jamaica. Her dad's from St. Lucia. Her mom's from Jamaica. And Miss Rahana, she is an illustrator. And she actually did my logo. And I reached out to her. When I saw her face, I knew I wanted to connect with Sis. And she's just been a godsend. Um, She lived a little bit in St. Lucia for a while. 
and she knew she always wanted to stay in London with her family, but she did get to travel and um, stay in St. Lucia for about three years. She's 30 years old, Miss Rahana Daria, and she's, like I said, she's an illustrator, she's a designer, and what we discuss is how do we convey to black girls, young black girls, and older black women, because she is 30 years old, as I said previously, when it's okay to branch out and go seek greener pastures or go see, you know, what's out there for you. But as I was discussing with Rahana, she's from the UK. And what happens is in the UK and in London, the blacks there are a little bit more assertive because they're their their journey starts from countries like the Caribbean and Africa. And with those communities, those communities have laser focus on when they come into foreign countries, the West, uh, Western Europe and Americas and Canada's and so forth. They have laser focus and they're going to get it by any means necessary. If it's through education, grants, scholarships, uh, banking, scamming, however they're going to get it, they will get it. But within America, it's so ingrained on how fearful the system is and the, the prison system is, is really, and then as well as, this is another dynamic, Coming from a Caribbean background, especially a Haitian one that's predominantly Catholic Christian, it's instilled in just work, keep your head down, don't do anything illegal, just keep your head down, don't ask too many questions, work really hard and things will be fine. So the sentiment is to just take what you can get and don't aspire for anything more and don't get into trouble. So so that's the juxtapose from Europe. And I can attest to that from what I've seen with the blacks here myself. That's the juxtaposition between America and Europe. The blacks are really different in that aspect. Now, what she was saying is she took it upon herself to move and just settle into where she felt good. And she really wanted to instill into her American friends, my American people, to do it. And that's what this this podcast is about, really to inspire. Because by sharing our stories, it can save a life. You know, go out there. Take advantage of all these things. Because like I said, a lot of these people have done it. We just don't know about it. One, the conversation doesn't come out up or they just don't tell us about it. Miss Rahana has beautiful stickers of Black Girl Magic. She has a great Etsy, Etsy store and she does illustrations of, mag, of magazine covers, books, logos, paintings, you name it. Dope stuff. Really dope, dope. Black girl magic stuff. Her at on Instagram is at Rahana Banana. That's R A H A N A 
banana. And yeah, check her out on Etsy. And Rohana, if you're listening, girl, I'm deeply, deeply sorry. I'm actually really broken, but I said I'm going to push through this because this is the beginning of my journey. And you were so kind to commit your time out of your illustrations and your drawing and your painting to two days of trying to get this interview down. And I'm sorry. I'm really sorry that. You know, it was just a malfunction. It was just one of those days. It really was. But you hung in there, girl. You're a trooper. So if you can be a trooper, so can I. And we're going to push on to greater and better things. This is a journey. So it's all good. Okay, what else is going on? What else is going on? My notes are done. That's particularly it. That is it for this week. And thanks so much for listening to the Global Podcast. My name is Shawnee. Take care of yourselves. Go out there and apply for everything that you can. Go out there and be around people that welcomes you and want to be around you. Thanks for listening. Until next week. Welcome to Global Citizen, where we highlight unseen and invalidated Black women issues and traveling abroad as a migrant or a Black expat. Every week, we'll discuss palatable experiences and resources to help you travel to your destination, if that's what you choose to do, current events, and news that's important to Black women. I'm your host, Shawnee. Let's do it. It's pre-Friday. One more day until we can start the weekend. Let's jump right into current events, shall we? Miss Temi with the Forefront Project out in the UK, London, East London to be exact, had a scruffle with her organization in the local police department. The Forefront Project had organized a peaceful protest, a sit-out, to highlight the injustices that's been happening within the community. The police decided to come out and harass the members and the organizers, specifically a 14-year-old child. They physically abused the child, arrested him, and claimed that the child had marijuana and drugs on his person. Now, how did they know that while the child sat outside with the rest of the organization, peacefully protesting and minding his civil business, which is still legal? We still allowed to peacefully protest out on the tax page street and pavement outside of the police department that the taxes pay for. Yeah, so they decided to arrest the young man. And then the organization, Forefront Projects, decided to get the whole community involved. Oh, yeah. They got the whole community involved and they pulled out a megaphone and told this is the time where all of you are supposed to get involved. This is what we're talking about. 
All of you need to block off all the cars that's coming in and out of this police department and let them know they cannot harass our children or us anymore and we're not going to take it anymore. So that's exactly what happened. The Forefront Project got the whole community involved and they staged a protesting, the protest and cars were not allowed in or out. They pulled out megaphones and berated the officers in the police station until they let the child go. See, this is what I like to hear. This is what I like to see. You love to see it. Shout out to Timmy and the Forefront Project out there in London. Shout out to them. Good work out there. Prayers for Lebanon. Last week, you guys know that a bomb exploded there by the port out there in Lebanon. And one specific doctor decided to make it their civic duty to provide his cosmetic surgery services to the victims of the Lebanon explosion for free. Dr. Joe Baroud is performing free cosmetic surgery to the Lebanon, Lebanon victims of that explosion. Now, the reason why I chose this story and thought it was good to highlight this because how insurance companies do not have this as a mainstay surgeries that can gear your life in a certain direction cosmetic surgery is considered elective something as simple as putting your nose in place so you have the confidence to land that job the confidence to have your daily activities fix your eyes or your ears or your mouth what have you it's an elected and it's an elected performance is is considered cosmetic you all know how expensive it is to have cosmetic surgery and i just thought it was so beautiful that this doctor took it upon himself and set up a website where victims can log on and register to get free surgery for any cosmetic surgery he can do to fix any damages done by this by this horrific horrific event uh, it was the bbc news that highlighted this doctor and i just thought it was so fantastic shout out to dr joe Baroud, b-a-r-o-u-d that's fantastic my girl fellow siren and mermaid Miss Azealia Banks and Salah. Salah is Lauren Hill's daughter with Rohan Marley. Miss Salah and Azealia this week decided to get on IG Live and discuss their traumatic events and just how they felt around the whole thing of mental issues. Now, I know how a lot of us feel about AZ. I know how a lot of us feel about AZ. She doesn't read the room. She's erratic. She's always in drama. She's always picking fights with people online. She's never sticking to music. But I want to tell you, when you're out in a sea and you are fighting to stay afloat and you have sharks that's surrounding you, and you have one dinghy there and you're trying to you just trying to get ashore and you're being attacked 
you stay in survival mode. You really do. You stay in survival mode. And I'm this is just my anecdotal this is just my anecdotal observation, but that's how I perceive she is out there. And we on the outside see it as her being erratic and never on cue and always causing drama. But she lives in a life of celebrityism. She is in the music business. She's out living in LA. And we can't imagine what it's like living around those people. I can a little bit because I've been in the hair industry, in the professional hair industry. I used to be assistant to a woman who was contracted to the Miami Heat dancers as their um, contracted hair hair stylist, and I was her assistant. It, it's very, it's a, a lot of pressure because as a black woman, you're expected to be under a certain look, under a certain weight. Yeah, it's it's a lot of pressure. You're overlooked if you're dark. So as a dark-skinned girl, I can understand why she's always in combat mode. I can understand. Now, she needs to deal with that, really. She needs to get it under control and know who her allies is and how to create allies out there while she's continuing her music and her life in the celebrity world and not always be on attack. But another thing I want to say about Miss AZ, there's never a time in all her rants online and all the years that we've known her, all the posts and erratic behavior, sis has never lied. None of that stuff, that outrageous, crazy, zany stories and lies that she put out, all of them has come out to be true or the subjects of the stories that she talked about would say no comment and other people that's that's been in the in the situation would say yeah it's actually true so sis might be erratic and she might come off as a little cuckoo but sis is not known as a liar that russell crowe story with rizza uh with uh, Elon Musk being locked up in the house with Elon Musk and his wife. And then they left her and locked her in a mansion and she was cooking for days and the security was it, all this crazy stuff has never come out as a lie. It's all been true. So yeah, she came out with a rant that said that, you know, she was just tired. She was just tired understandably so with her diagnosis she's diagnosed with bipolarism just like Kanye West now my thing is not me myself because I myself um get therapy on a regular I have been for a long time because I suffered from traumatic stress that guided me to keep myself on path I know I need help I cannot navigate these rough seas by myself so I know to stick to, to the plan and stay on cue to keep myself together. But um, yeah, sis, sis needs to stay on cue and get it together with uh, some, some professional help. She really does. She was discussing on how uh, no one supports her and she was just tired. She was just tired and she wanted, she was ready to go.
She was ready to go. And then she came out after we gave her a pouring of support. Don't do it. She came out and then she said, you know, why you guys don't support me when I put new projects out? Me particularly, I have a particular sound and music that I like. I love a lot of her stuff. That 212, that's my jam. Oh, yes, that's my jam. I like that. And a couple other projects that she worked on, I really, really love. But the techno Brazilian type, that's not my jam. That's not my ministry, the techno music. But in Brazil, here in Europe, that's their stuff. They like that, you know, stuff. So I can see what she's saying. Why you guys don't support me when I was on uh, Wilding Out and I was birated and embarrassed that way. You guys made fun of me and said I should expect to be birated as a black woman and I should never went on the show. You guys should have supported me. She has a point once again. Sis has a point. Okay. No matter how y'all feel about Azalea Banks, Sis has her points. Now, Miss Salah, this, when I watched her hour and 30 minute live yesterday, it was yesterday when I watched her live, so much emotions. One, I love to see her face because she reminds me of my eldest daughter. Really, they, they, she reminds me of my eldest daughter and the way she was just talking with so much grace, so much grace and so much openness in the space of herself, by herself, addressing millions of people on her live. Now, I know she wanted to say how bad and a tra traumatic experience it was growing up with her mom and her dad. But one thing I noticed that however they raised her, they curated a space for her to be open or maybe she worked on it herself. I don't know. At 20 years old. She was very open to discuss such deep traumatic feelings. And so delicately. So delicately she was conscious of the words she used. And she was very explicit on what she meant. And with full intention on what she wanted to convey not only to the audience that was listening to her live about her traumatic experiences where her dad not being around and how her mom disciplined her, but also how she felt about it and how it was manifesting in her life. I, I really, really, really enjoyed watching that live for that reason. And I wish her and her whole family health. And healing. She said she was going out to visit her dad and spend some time with her dad. And her mom has been working on, you know, just working on things and how to how to deal with things within her own self. So that's fantastic. And that's all we can wish for each other, really, is is health and healing for our own traumatic expense experiences. You know. So shout out to Miss Salah there with her dad and her mom okay so now did y'all see the WAP video ah! yo last week when that <laughs> Cardi B when that video dropped it was so so refreshing Cardi B and Megan, the stallion, really, really did that. 
it was so much fun to watch. Man, I'm telling you, it was so much fun to watch. Watch them have full agency of themselves. And then when they um when they added the 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 sound bite of uh Frank Skis, there's some in the house, there's some in the house, there's some I was like, hey, it was so much fun. It really was. And the way they incorporate all our faves. Some faves aren't everybody's faves, but they did incorporate all the faves. Might not be our faves, but they incorporated some real baddies. Baddie baddies. It was so much fun to watch. And the lyrics. I love the lyrics because they take ownership. And, um, yeah, they were very descriptive on how they wanted to be pleased. And I love that. I love women announcing how they want things to be done, unafraid about where they stand on things and not just accepting behavior because that's what the status quo was. It was so much fun. So, so, so much fun. On to Mr. CeeLo Green and all these men having opinions and these people online, these women saying it's not ladylike having opinions. Where were, where were all of you voices when Luke Skywalker, Two Life Crew, Jay Z, Too Short, all these people that degrade women and talk about their penis sucking and how well, all this vulgarity in their music and how they degrade black women and how you know they want things done. Where was all this? Where's all this uproar? Y'all don't say a thing when men are out here describing how they want to be pleased. So what's the problem? Really, what's the real, real problem? I can't. She says she's working on something else. Cardi B said she's actually working on something else. So I can't wait to see what she has up under her sleeve. Um, For current events, I think that's it. I'm not going to continue. I'm having to have a long list here, but those are my top choices. I want to discuss that doctor specifically because of how important it is. It can change the trajectory of your life, of how you look. If you are unhappy about how you look, it really can change the direction of your life. And if you have someone to fix it and make you feel confident in yourself, it can take, it can level you up from tremendously the confidence you have by looking how you want to look just levels you up in your confidence and makes you feel invincible and that can you can do whatever you want to do so dr joe barud i really wanted him on the current events uh listen to and, and shout him out okay you guys we'll move on to the next segment So last week, you guys, I posted uh, new remote work destinations. They were the islands that's available and coming up available with longer visa stays than the normal 90 days. So we're talking about six months on a visa to a year. So if you guys are brave or looking to go outside of your comfort zone, yeah, look. Look up in the highlights of the IG page. And they also have options of extending it. 
So, I mean, how can you, how long can you extend a six month or a year visa? This is just so fantastic. Um, I really want to emphasize how this opportunity is open to you. The ex-offender, the under 600 credit score, you have repossessions, student loans, your divorcee, empty nester, over 40, child please. These people that are doing the blogs, the travel blogs, and now they're using the beautiful pictures of them in all these destinations. Now they're setting up tours where people book with them. The black community book books with them in group tours and they just, you know taking these pictures and going on trips, that's how they started out. They got out their comfort zones and they just jumped right into these opportunities of remote working. You know, you remote working is just a fancy word for using your internet and um, just working online. You know, you just, you're just doing work online that you do in your house, but at a, another destination. You know, you just finished high school, or vacation, vocational training, you didn't go to high school or got your GED, this is for you. Um, you know, if you're not interested in college and this sounds like for you, these uh, opportunities are available. And it's good because it doesn't have the tight systematic restrictions like the job market has in the United States. You know, all the, all the stuff I just said, it really restricts restricts and closes off options for us you used to be on probation oh no we can't hire you your credit score is under six 600 nope we can't hire you you're an ex-offender oh no honey nope go stand in the welfare line so we could buy rate you and talk about you and yeah so you can't vote and you can't participate in none of civil activities you you can't do nothing you know Abroad, they don't have these tight restrictions. Now, Canada, they do share some systematic um, functions like the U.S. They share the same NCIS system where they look for uh, violent crimes or real dangerous crimes. So some things, you know, you have to take it with a grain of salt. You know what I mean? Some things are are uh, excluded. But on the most part, yeah, things like probation and the silliness that exits us out in the United States is not it's not it's not a problem for abroad. If you want to work, it's work out there to be remote and you get to travel and you get to do things and see things and experience things. That's what all these pictures online of these, you know, beautiful black people. People in Santorini, Greece, and traveling abroad and cheesing from ear to ear. That's what they're, they're remote workers. So, this segment will be about some more resources on that. You can find the posts um, from last week in the highlight section on the Instagram page at the global, and that's with a B U L citizen. The Global Citizen on Instagram. I like to give five resources to help you find global remote work if that's what you're looking to do because I don't need any divestor black women. I already see the chatter on Twitter about who's a divester and who gets to talk about 
Listen, I'm not in none of those categories because I don't fit in. I'm not a divester. I'm not a swirler. I'm just doing what's best for me without the shits. Period. I don't fit none. I don't check none of those boxes because I don't fit in any of those boxes. I'm not a swirler. I date men who do right by me. Period. So moving on. If that's what you choose to do and how how do you know it's for you? If you cannot yes to any of these things, then leaving your comfort zone, leaving your country, leaving your state, it's it's in your destiny. Commuting. You take an extra 30 minutes or an hour to get to work. You have to jump up out of bed, ride to work, fight traffic, park. Yeah. Imagine just getting up and flipping your laptop open and getting to work. For two, three hours, closing a laptop and running to the beach or going into town, having money directly deposited into your account electronically, you know, in, wherever your location is, you work anywhere, you have more family time. If you have a family and you bring them with you, or if you have a significant other boyfriend, girlfriend, you have more time to spend with each other, taking flicks, posting on social media, if that's what you choose to do. The cost, the cost, the cost, the cost of putting gas in your car to get to work, buying lunch every day, five times a week, or how many days that you got to clock in, that stuff can come ex- become expensive. You have to buy work clothes. When you're a remote worker, and that just means an online worker in any location, all you do is flip open the, your laptop or your computer and you work in your pajamas and your underwear. Less stress and distraction. Co-workers, co-workers, co-workers. Ooh, some of them can be cool, but some of them make you want to pull out your hair. And all that small chatter to learn about you just so they can feed you to the dogs to climb up their way to take your position or bump you out. Yeah, <laughs> that alleviates that. Oh, you, you... You really have no drama. You have very little drama with remote work. The only thing is you have to have a strong Wi-Fi. So if you can nod your head or check off for a no commute, you can work anywhere, more family time, you cut costs, no office stress or distraction, then this is definitely up your alley and what you should be interested in getting into because a lot of these people that are online posting and we loving these pictures that is what they're doing want the first company remote.co um why i like this remote.co it has a healthy customer service selection and this is for the people that um didn't have a don't have a heavy uh, academic background or robust academic background. So if it's somebody that just finished high school or your GED or vocational program, but you don't have any continued education, no college education, it has a real presence of customer service job choices. And I like that very much. And that's remote.co. This is one of my favorites. Because this is what I use to set up what to look for, what to do, how to get it together. And I had to be extra careful 
uh, because I was traveling with my son, with my kid, who was seven at the time. At the time, he was seven, just turned eight. Uh, I am expat, and that's for the Netherlands and for Germany. So there's I am expat.nl and I am expat.de, and that's for the Netherlands and one for Germany. These websites are so thorough, bro. I knew what I needed as soon before I even got there. I knew what the timeline of how I needed to register my address, how to get cable, what wasn't allowed for cable to avoid uh, tickets. I, I, I knew everything. This website was so thorough. Job leads, how to submit for extra time on visa, um, everything. So if you're interested in the Netherlands or Germany, I am expat.nl and I am expat.de. Uh, Flex Jobs is the third one. Flex Jobs. What I like about Flex Jobs, it allows you to find jobs by international location. So if you want to go to Singapore, you just, um, they have an interactive map. So you would click on Asia or Singapore specifically, or you can type it in and it'll show you all the remote jobs that are available for that location. And the last, but definitely not least, is remotes.net. Remotes, R-E-M-O-T-E-S dot net. And I like this because this is something, again, someone who doesn't have a robust academic background, they have job listings that is for you. Because nothing sucks more of when you go online you know, you go to Indeed.com and you're looking to see if the job market caters to you, you know, and all of the jobs requires you an MA or, you know, a PhD or 25 years experience. Remotes.net, and it, it has, it varies. It's um, developer and coding heavy. So a lot of coding jobs, but it also has jobs like internet out analysis and all an internet analysis is, is someone that does things like translate Google text to speech. So when we use Google translation, the people that does the speech, speech translation, when we use Google translate, that's people who are actually translating and typing in that information from the back door, from the, you know, from the other side. So you can do that if you have a good presence with speech, your phonetics, your annotation, you can do that from home. And next week, I think I'll do a piece on um, teaching jobs without necessarily having a teacher's license. You don't need a teacher's license to teach online. Yeah, so that's why I like remotes.net. They have um, jobs that... I didn't realize it took people to do like translating speech, text to speech or speech to text in the background or, you know, just translating things or, you know, doing speech. So that's a good one. And again, I'll post these website on my stories and save them in the highlights for future use. So if you need to get back to it, they'll always be available. And... Also, with the teacher jobs, I think I'll add on 
the paid nanny overseas. You can there are families, especially in Europe, that are be are looking for young people. They like college people, but they like young people. When I say young, I mean in eighteen or seventeen to twenty five, and they cover your insurance, they cover your housing fees, and you live in their house. And they teach you a second language. Some of it is mandatory. You have to learn the second language. And you're registered with the state or the country as a person they take care of. So you have insurance. You have housing. You might have to buy your own food, which is fine because they pay you. And you're there kind of like part of the family. You're working there. You're housed in your own your own little area. And you're there for on a contract for six months or a year or however long. And you're there as a nanny um, helping them with their kids. And again, I'll, I'll talk about the teaching jobs that are online. And you don't necessarily have to have a TESL. So, yeah. Wow, that was quick. Thanks, you guys, for listening this week. You can follow us at The Global Citizen. That's G-L-O-B-U-L. The Global Citizen on IG. And Twitter as well. And, you know, you guys, if you have a message, additions, or any corrections or suggestions to this episode or any other episodes... Feel free to send me a message on IG or on Twitter or even email the global B U L citizen at gmail.com and drop a line. Let me know how you feel. If it's positive, if it's constructive, you guys save the hate. If it's constructive or positive, send me a message. Engage is cool. I'm open to it. Just don't be nasty because I'll be nasty right back. Nah, thanks for listening and always share your story. It can save a life. Welcome to Global Citizen, where we highlight unseen and invalidated Black women issues and traveling abroad as a migrant or a Black expat. Every week, we'll discuss palatable experiences and resources to help you travel to your destination if that's what you choose to do current events, and news that's important to Black women. I'm your host, Shawnee. Let's do it. Welcome to Global Citizen, where we highlight unseen and invalidated Black women issues and traveling abroad as a migrant or a Black expat. Every week, we'll discuss palatable experiences and resources to help you travel to your destination, if that's what you choose to do current events and news that's important to black women i'm your host shawnee let's do it it's pre-friday one more day until we can start the weekend let's jump right into current events shall we miss temmy with the forefront project out in the uk london East London, to be exact, had a scruffle with her organization and the local police department. The Forefront Project had organized a peaceful protest, a sit-out, to highlight the injustices that's been happening within the community. The police decided to come out 
and harassed the members and the organizers, specifically a 14-year-old child. They physically abused the child, arrested him, and claimed that the child had marijuana and drugs on his person. Now, how did they know that while the child sat outside with the rest of the organization, peacefully protesting and minding his civil business, which is still legal? We still allowed to peacefully protest out on the tax page street and pavement outside of the police department that the taxes pay for. Yeah, so they decided to arrest the young man and then the organization Forefront Projects decided to get the whole community involved. Oh yeah, they got the whole community involved and they pulled out a megaphone and told this is the time where all of you are supposed to get involved. This is what we're talking about. All of you need to block off all the cars that's coming in and out of this police department and let them know they cannot harass our children or us anymore and we're not going to take it anymore. So that's exactly what happened. The Forefront Project got the whole community involved and they staged a protesting, the protest and cars were not allowed in or out. They pulled out megaphones and berated the officers in the police station until they let the child go. See, this is what I like to hear. This is what I like to see. You love to see it. Shout out to Timmy and the Forefront Project out there in London. Shout out to them. Good work out there. Prayers for Lebanon. Last week, you guys know that a bomb exploded there by the port out there in Lebanon. And one specific doctor decided to make it their civic duty to provide his cosmetic surgery services to the victims of the Lebanon explosion for free. Dr. Joe Buraud is performing free cosmetic surgery to the Lebanon, Lebanon victims of that explosion. Now, the reason why I chose this story and thought it was good to highlight this because how insurance companies do not have this as a mainstay, surgeries that can gear your life in a certain direction, cosmetic surgery is considered elective. Something as simple as putting your nose in place so you have the confidence to land that job, the confidence to have your daily activities, fix your eyes or your ears or your mouth, what have you. It's an elected and it's an elected performance is is considered cosmetic. You all know how expensive it is to have cosmetic surgery. And I just thought it was so beautiful that this doctor took it upon himself and set up a website where victims can log on and register to get free surgery for any cosmetic surgery he can do to fix any damages done by this by this horrific, horrific event. Uh, it was the BBC News that highlighted this doctor, and I just thought it was so fantastic. Shout out to Dr. Joe Boroud, B-A-R-O-U-D. That's fantastic. My girl, fellow siren and mermaid, 
Miss Azealia Banks, and Salah. Salah is Lauren Hill's daughter with Rohan Marley. Miss Salah and Azealia this week decided to get on IG Live and discuss their traumatic events and just how they felt around the whole thing of mental issues. Now, I know how a lot of us feel about AZ. I know how a lot of us feel about AZ. She doesn't read the room. She's erratic. She's always in drama. She's always picking fights with people online. She's never sticking to music. But I want to tell you, when you're out in the sea and you are fighting to stay afloat and you have sharks that's surrounding you, and you have one dinghy there and you're trying to you just trying to get ashore and you're being attacked you stay in survival mode you really do you stay in survival mode and i'm this is just my anecdotal this is just my anecdotal observation but that's how i perceive she is out there and we on the outside see it as her being erratic and never on cue and always causing drama. But she lives in a life of celebrityism. She is in the music business. She's out living in LA. And we can't imagine what it's like living around those people. I can a little bit because I've been in the hair industry, in the professional hair industry. I used to be assistant to a woman who was contracted to the Miami Heat dancers as their um, contracted hair hairstylist and I was her assistant it's very it's a a lot of pressure because as a black woman you're expected to be under a certain look under a certain weight yeah it's it's a lot of pressure you're overlooked if you're dark so as a dark-skinned girl I can understand why she's always in combat mode I can understand now she needs to deal with that really she needs to get it under control and know who her allies is and how to create allies out there while she's continuing her music and her life in the celebrity world and not always be on attack but another thing i want to say about miss az there's never a time and all her rants online and all the years that we've known her all the posts and erratic behavior sis has never lied none of that stuff that outrageous crazy zany stories and lies that she put out all of them has come out to be true or the subjects of the stories that she talked about would say no comment and other people that's that's been in the in the situation would say yeah it's actually true so sis might be erratic and she might come off as a little cuckoo persists is not known as a liar that russell crowe story with rizza uh with uh elon musk being locked up in the house with elon musk and his wife and then they left her and locked her in a mansion and she was cooking for days and the security was all this crazy stuff has never come out as a lie it's all been true So, yeah, she came out with a rant that said that, you know, she was just tired. 
She was just tired. Understandably so. With her diagnosis, she's diagnosed with bipolarism, just like Kanye West. Now, my thing is, not me, myself, because I, myself, um, get therapy on a regular. I have been for a long time because I suffered from traumatic stress that guided me to keep myself on path. I know I need help. I cannot navigate these rough seas by myself. So I know to stick to, to the plan and stay on cue to keep myself together. But, um, yeah, sis, sis needs to stay on cue and get it together with, uh, some, some professional help. She really does. She was discussing on how, uh, no one supports her and she was just tired. She was just tired and she wanted, she was ready to go. She was ready to go. And then she came out after we gave her a pouring of support, don't do it. She came out and then she said, you know, why you guys don't support me when I put new projects out? Me particularly, I have a particular sound and music that I like. I love a lot of her stuff. That 212, that's my jam. Oh yes, that's my jam. I like that. And a couple other projects that she worked on, I really, really love. But the techno Brazilian type, that's not my jam. That's not my ministry, the techno music. But... In Brazil, here in Europe, that's their stuff. They like that, you know, stuff. So I can see what she's saying. Why you guys don't support me when I was on uh, Wilding Out and I was birated and embarrassed that way. You guys made fun of me and said I should expect to be birated as a black woman. And I should never went on the show. You guys should have supported me. She has a point once again. Sis has a point, Okay. No matter how y'all feel about Azalea Banks, sis has her points. Now, Miss Salah, this, when I watched her hour and 30 minute live yesterday, it was yesterday when I watched her live, so much emotions. One, I love to see her face because she reminds me of my eldest daughter. Really, they, they, she reminds me of my eldest daughter. And the way she was just talking with so much grace, so much grace and so much openness in the space of herself, by herself, addressing millions of people on her live. Now, I know she wanted to say how bad and a traumatic experience it was growing up with her mom and her dad. But one thing I noticed that however they raised her, they curated a space for her to be open or maybe she worked on it herself. I don't know. At 20 years old, she was very open to discuss such deep traumatic feelings. And so delicately, so delicately, she was conscious of the words she used and she was very explicit on what she meant and with full intention on what she wanted to convey, not only to the audience that was listening to her live about her traumatic experiences where her dad not being around and how her mom disciplined her, but also how she felt about it and how it was manifesting in her life. I, I really, really, really enjoyed watching that live for that reason. And I wish her and her whole family health 
and healing. She said she was going out to visit her dad and spend some time with her dad. And her mom has been working on, you know, just working on things and how to how to deal with things within her own self. So that's fantastic. And that's all we can wish for each other, really, is is health and healing for our own traumatic expense experiences, you know. So shout out to Miss Salah there with her dad and her mom. Okay, so now, did y'all see the WAP video? Ah! Yo. Last week, when that, <laughs> Cardi B, when that video dropped, it was so, so refreshing. Cardi B and Megan, these stallion, really, really did that. It was so much fun to watch. Man, I'm telling you, it was so much fun to watch. Watch them have full agency of themselves. And then when they, um... When they added the 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 soundbite of uh, Frank Skis, there's some in the house, there's some in the house, there's some. I was like, hey, it was so much fun. It really was. And the way they incorporated all our faves, some faves aren't everybody's faves, but they did incorporate all the faves. Might not be our faves, but they incorporated. Some real baddies, baddie baddies. It was so much fun to watch in the lyrics. I love the lyrics because they take ownership. And um, yeah, they were very descriptive on how they wanted to be pleased. And I love that. I love women announcing how they want things to be done, unafraid about where they stand on things and not just accepting behavior because that's what the status quo was. It was so much fun. So, so, so much fun. On to Mr. CeeLo Green and all these men having opinions and these people online, these women saying it's not ladylike having opinions. Where were, where were all of you voices when Luke Skywalker, Two Life Crew, Jay-Z, Too Short, all these people that degrade women and talk about their penis sucking and how well, all this vulgarity in their music and how they degrade black women and how, you know, they want things done. Where was all this? Where's all this uproar? Y'all don't say a thing when men are out here describing how they want to be pleased. So what's the problem? Really, what's the real, real problem? I can't. She says she's working on something else. Cardi B said she's actually working on something else. So I can't wait to see what she has up under her sleeve. Um, For current events, I think that's it. I'm not going to continue having to have a long list here, but those are my top choices. I want to discuss that doctor specifically because of how important it is. It could change the trajectory of your life. Of how you look. If you are unhappy about how you look. It really can change the direction of your life. And if you have someone to fix it. And make you feel confident in yourself. It can take. It can level you up. From tremendously. The confidence you have by looking how you want to look. Just levels you up in your confidence. And makes you feel invincible. And that can you can do whatever you want to do. So Dr. Joe. Barud. I really wanted him on the current events. 
uh, listen to and, and shout him out. Okay, you guys, we'll move on to the next segment. So last week, you guys, I posted a new remote work destinations. They were the islands that's available and coming up available with longer visa stays than the normal 90 days. So we're talking about six months on a visa to a year. So if you guys are brave or looking to go outside of your comfort zone, yeah, look look up in the highlights of the IG page. And they also have options of extending it. So, I mean, how can you how long can you extend a 6-month or a year visa? This is just so fantastic. Um, I really want to emphasize how this opportunity is open to you. The ex-offender, the under 600 credit score, you have repossessions, student loans, your divorcee, empty nester, over 40, Child, please, these people that are doing the blogs, the travel blogs, and now they're using the beautiful pictures of them in all these destinations. Now they're setting up tours where people book with them. The black community book books with them in group tours. And they just, you know, taking these pictures and going on trips. That's how they started out. They got out their comfort zones and they just jump right into these opportunities of remote working. You know, you remote working is just a fancy word for using your internet and um just working online. You know, you just you're just doing work online that you do in your house but at a, another destination. You know, you just finished high school or vacation vocational training, you didn't go to high school or got your GED. This is for you. Um, you know, if you're not interested in college and this sounds like for you, these uh, opportunities are available and it's good because it doesn't have the tight systematic restrictions like the job market has in the United States. You know, all the, all the stuff I just said, it really restricts, restricts and closes off options for us. You used to be on probation. Oh, no, we can't hire you. Your credit score is under six, 600. Nope, we can't hire you. You're an ex-offender. Oh, no, honey. No, nope, go stand in the welfare line so we could birate you and talk about you. And yeah, so you can't vote and you can't participate in none of civil activities. You you can't do nothing. You know, abroad, they don't have these tight restrictions. Now, Canada, they do share some systematic um, functions like the U.S. They share the same NCIS system where they look for... Uh, violent crimes or real dangerous crimes. So some things, you know, you have to take it with a grain of salt. You know what I mean? Some things are are uh, excluded. But on the most part, yeah, things like probation and <laughs> the silliness that exits us out in the United States is not it's not it's not a problem for abroad. If you want to work. It's work out there to be remote and you get to travel and you get to do things and see things and experience things. That's what all these pictures online of these, you know, beautiful black 
people in Santorini, Greece and traveling abroad and cheesing from ear to ear. That's what they're, they're remote workers. So this segment will be about some more resources on that. You can find the post um, from last week in the highlight section on the Instagram page at the global, and that's what a BUL citizen, the global citizen on Instagram. I like to give five resources to help you find global remote work if that's what you're looking to do. Because I don't need any divester black women. I already see the chatter on Twitter about who's a divester and who gets to talk about. Listen, I'm not in none of those categories because I don't fit in. I'm not a divester. I'm not a swirler. I'm just doing what's best for me without the shits. Period. I don't fit none. I don't check none of those boxes because I don't fit in any of those boxes. I'm not a swirler. I date men who do right by me, period. So moving on, if that's what you choose to do and how, how do you know it's for you? If you cannot yes to any of these things, then leaving your comfort zone, leaving your country, leaving your state, it's, it's in your destiny. Commuting. You take an extra 30 minutes or an hour to get to work. You have to jump up out of bed, ride to work, fight traffic, park. Yeah. Imagine just getting up and flipping your laptop open and getting to work for two, three hours, closing your laptop and running to the beach or going into town, having money directly deposited into your account electronically, you know, wherever your location is. You work anywhere. You have more family time if you have a family and you bring them with you. Or if you have a significant other, boyfriend, girlfriend. You have more time to spend with each other. Taking flicks. Posting on social media. If that's what you choose to do. The cost. The cost. The cost. The cost of putting gas in your car to get to work. Buying lunch every day. Five times a week. Or how many days that you got to clock in. That stuff can come ex- become expensive. You have to buy work clothes. When you're a remote worker, and that just means an online worker in any location, all you do is flip open the, your laptop or your computer and you work in your pajamas and your underwear. Less stress and distraction. Coworkers, coworkers, coworkers. Ooh, some of them can be cool, but some of them make you want to pull out your hair. And all that small chatter to learn about you just so they can feed you to the dogs to climb up their way to take your position or bump you out. Yeah, <laughs> that alleviates that. Oh, you, you, you really have no drama. You have very little drama with remote work. The only thing is you have to have a strong Wi-Fi. So if you can nod your head or check off for no commute, you can work anywhere, more family time, you cut costs, no office stress or distraction, then this is definitely up your alley and what you should be interested in getting into. Because a lot of these people that are online posting and we loving these pictures, that is what they're doing. Want the first company, remote.co. Um, why I like this, 
remote.co, it has a healthy customer service selection. And this is for the people that um, didn't have a, don't have a heavy uh, academic background or robust academic background. So if it's somebody that just finished high school or your GED or vocational program, but you don't have any continued edu education, no college education, it has a real presence of customer service job choices, and I like that very much. And that's remote.co. This is one of my favorites because this is what I use to set up what to look for, what to do, how to get it together. And I had to be extra careful uh, because I was traveling with my son, with my kid, who was seven at the time. At the time, he was seven, just turned eight. Uh, I am expat, and that's for the Netherlands and for Germany. So there's I am expat.nl and I am expat.de, and that's for the Netherlands and one for Germany. These websites are so thorough, bro. I knew what I needed as soon before I even got there. I knew what the timeline of how I needed to register my address, how to get cable, what wasn't allowed for cable to avoid uh, tickets. I, I I knew everything. This website was so thorough. Job leads, how to submit for extra time on visa, um, everything. So if you're interested in the Netherlands or Germany, I am expat.nl and I am expat.de. Uh, flex jobs is the third one. Flex jobs. What I like about flex jobs, it allows you to find jobs by international location. So if you want to go to Singapore, you just, um, they have an interactive map. So you would click on Asia or Singapore specifically, or you can type it in and it'll show you all the remote jobs that are available for that location. And the last, but definitely not least, is remotes.net. Remotes, R-E-M-O-T-E-S dot net. And I like this because this is something, again, someone who doesn't have a robust academic background, they have job listings that is for you. Because nothing sucks more of when you go online you know, you go to Indeed.com and you're looking to see if the job market caters to you, you know, and all of the jobs requires you an MA or, you know, a PhD or 25 years experience. Remotes.net, it, it, it has, it varies. It's um, developer and coding heavy. So a lot of coding jobs, but it also has jobs like internet out analysis and all an internet analysis is, is someone that does things like translate Google text to speech. So when we use Google translation, the people that does the speech, speech translation, when we use Google translate, that's people who are actually translating and typing in that information from the back door, from the, you know, from the other side. So you can do that if you have a good presence with speech, your phonetics, your annotation, you can do that from home. And next week, 
I think I'll do a piece on um, teaching jobs without necessarily having a teacher's license. You don't need a teacher's license to teach online. Yeah, so that's why I like remotes.net. Um, they have um, jobs that I didn't realize it took people to do, like translating speech, text to speech or speech to text in the background or, you know, just translating things or, you know, doing speech. So that's a good one. And again, I'll post these website on my stories and save them in the highlights for future use. So if you need to get back to it, they'll always be available. And also with the teacher jobs, I think I'll add on uh, the paid nanny overseas. You can, there are families, especially in Europe, that are be are looking for young people. They like college people. But they like young people. When I say young, I mean in 18 or 17 to 25. And they cover your insurance. They cover your housing fees and you live in their house. And they teach you a second language. Some of it is mandatory. You have to learn the second language. And you're registered with the state or the country as a person they take care of. So you have insurance. You have housing. You might have to buy your own food, which is fine because they pay you. And you're there kind of like part of the family. You're working there. You're housed in your own your own little area. And you're there for on a contract for six months or a year or however long. And you're there as a nanny um, helping them with their kids. And again, I'll, I'll talk about the teaching jobs that are online. And you don't necessarily have to have a TESL. So, yeah. Wow, that was quick. Thanks, you guys, for listening this week. You can follow us at The Global Citizen. That's G-L-O-B-U-L. The Global Citizen on IG. And Twitter as well. And, you know, you guys, if you have a message, additions, or any corrections or suggestions to this episode or any other episodes... Feel free to send me a message on IG or on Twitter or even email the global B U L citizen at gmail.com and drop a line. Let me know how you feel. If it's positive, if it's constructive, you guys save the hate. If it's constructive or positive, send me a message. Engage is cool. I'm open to it. Just don't be nasty because I'll be nasty right back. Nah, thanks for listening and always share your story. It can save a life.